there, I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, I'll feature a very touching story of trust and faith between a young boy and his teacher. We'll also look at the city of Houston and how it became the big metropolis it is. And I'll share a humorous story of how a friend of mine and I ended up in an elephant race at the circus. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. It was the summer of 1979 and an independent circus came to town. They approached both of the radio stations in Liberty County at the time about advertising. The station I worked for, KJCH in Cleveland, and my good friend Bob Elliott worked for KPXC about 25 miles away in Liberty. The circus also wanted to know if we would be willing to take part in an elephant race. Without thinking, I said, hey, I'm all in, and my friend Bob said he was too. Now, to promote us racing against each other, I went over to his radio station on his show, and then he came over to my radio station on my show, and we really talked it up. It was all fine and good until race day, when I actually had to get on this enormous elephant. At the starting line, I guess everything was okay. However, once the race started, it was a whole different ballgame. When elephants run, it's not like a nice, smooth stride like a horse has. Oh, no. It's bumpy. It's a huge, bumpy ride that throws you around like a sack of potatoes. I'm just trying to hang on to anything and everything because all I knew is we're going fast, and it's a long way down to the ground from where I'm at. I looked over at Bob, and he was just trying to survive, too. His eyes were big as saucers. <laughs> Somehow, we both managed to hang on to finish the race. Bob's elephant won by nose. <laughs> Have you ever seen the nose on an elephant? <laughs> yeah, well, I still consider myself winning, though, because I didn't fall off, and I made it to the finish line. The next year, the circus wanted to know if Bob and I were up for a rematch. We both said, let us think about it. No. <laughs> So much for that. Shortly after Texas won its independence from Mexico in 1836, two brothers, Augustus Chapman Allen and John Kirby Allen, bought some land along Buffalo Bayou. That area is now called Allen's Landing. They named the land they purchased Houston after General Sam Houston. As of January 1837, there were 12 people living in Houston and one log cabin. Yeah, it's grown from that. Within four months, 1,500 people and 100 houses made up the Houston area. And you got to remember, during this time in history, Galveston was the big city in Texas. That all changed, though, in September of 1900. The 1900 hurricane devastated Galveston. It killed more than 6,000 people and destroyed the island. That's when Houston really started growing. Many Galveston residents moved further inland to rebuild. Then in 1901, of course, Spindletop happened, and then there was the oil boom. Well, Houston, Galveston, and the Golden Triangle have been growing ever since. Today, there are well over 6.5 million people living in the greater Houston area. Houston is the fourth largest city in America, and experts say we could very well take over the third largest city, Chicago, within the next five years. I guess that means I'll have more traffic to talk about, right? <laughs> Because KSBJ is as much a ministry as it is a radio station, we hear a lot of touching spiritual stories. One year with Thanksgiving coming up, a first grade teacher, Mrs. Jones, gave her class an assignment. 
Draw a picture of something you are thankful for. Well, most of the kids were drawing pictures of their mom and dad. Some drew pictures of their video games or the family eating turkey around the Thanksgiving table. But little Johnny just drew a picture of a hand. That's all. It was just an empty hand. Little Johnny was not a happy boy. He had some health issues, and he also couldn't go outside and run and play because of that, like the other kids. He also had some emotional issues because of problems at home. Therefore, he didn't really enjoy much of anything. So little Johnny's artwork caught the attention of the other kids, and they wondered whose hand that could be. When other little boys said, well, maybe it's a police officer because they protect us. A little girl said, maybe it's the hand of God because he loves us and takes care of us. The discussion finally ended, and Mrs. Jones had the students go on to other assignments. While the other kids moved on to their new work, Mrs. Jones went to little Johnny's desk and asked him, whose hand was that? Little Johnny looked at her and he said, it's your hand, teacher. That's what I'm most thankful for. Mrs. Jones felt a rush of emotion as she remembered all the times that she had taken little Johnny's hand to go outside or take his hand and show him how to hold his number two pencil. She had to wipe away a tear because she was happy. God had used her to reach little Johnny. Bill Ingram. It's time for me to vamoose to the hoose. And this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, life, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.